Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. Uh, I'm here along with Jeff. We are your hosts. Oh, I, I'm Sergio. I can't just say I'm here. Uh, how's here it going? This episode, you're known as I'm here. I'm I'm or my name is here. I'm here. I'm here. How how's it going, Jeff? It's going quite well, Sergio. How about you? Pretty good, pretty good. Considering we 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 had quite a quite a break there. Yeah. After episode what forty five, but we're back. Uh, and we we were gone for a very long time, uh, and not much really happened turtles wise. Uh, got some figures and stuff coming. Yeah, yeah, but but like no wide sweeping news, no no announcement on whether or not Rise has been canceled. No, like really nothing of actual importance came out while we were gone. Yeah, I mean, I, well, this is not. I mean, this is not a big thing, but I I've been interacting with Rocksteady Studios on Twitter, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, I told them, hey, it's a crime that a company. Your company has yet to make a Ninja Turtles video game in the same vein as, you know, say the Arkham series or whatever. And the the head dude liked it. It's not saying anything, but it was like, hey, putting that out there. It's the, that's ne- it's the, that's never going to happen. Well, not with that I'm, attitude. It's not. Sergio. It's, it's let, let me explain. As, I, you know. I, I do run a video game podcast, so well, it, it, at least they tell me it's they, <laughs> they, at least they tell me it's a video game podcast. I don't know. Um, that's never going to happen because Rocksteady is owned by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has too many like in-house properties for them to be outsourcing the Ninja Turtles. You know. Well, I mean, technically, the the Turtles movies are still done by Warner Brothers. At least the first four. They still semi have those rights. I don't know where all those freaking rights are. It just but but video game rights would be separate rights than well yeah than movie rights. And besides, like it's going to cost them zero dollars to make a Bat Family game. You know, well, it's going to actually cost them money to make Ninja Turtle stuff. So they need to do it. Somebody it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, you know, I'm not. Don't throw that negativity out there. We need positive. <laughs> 2020 is already negative enough. That's that's true. That's true. You need some uh, positive. Well, what? Let's okay. Let's move to, on to some positive news. What news do you have, uh, Jeff? Uh, well, uh, we've got some more uh, NECA Ninja Turtle figure announcements. Um, mm-hmm. if you remember from our uh, last couple of episodes, we talked about the uh, Trag and Grenadier, uh, set, which should already be out. Um, yeah, the Triceraton and Roadkill Rodney set should be hitting on roughly around the 15th of this month. And, uh, they've announced, uh, Splinter and Baxter two pack, um, which should be hitting around the end of this month. Okay, okay. Couple of notes, couple of notes. I think it's adorable that they put dates on these things like they matter at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, two, two, uh, I think it's a crime that Trag and Granitor were released before Splinter and Baxter. It's kind of Come on, NECA, get your priorities straight. It's kind of weird, you know. The, the father of the turtles. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And, and literally, Triceraton, an unnamed Triceraton, and Roadkill Rodney, a thing that I didn't even realize had a name, was released before Splinter and ba- Baxter. Just, yeah. Just for the record, kind of messed up, but you know what? It's fine. They're good-looking figures. That's really some, all that matters. Some antics. I'm sure you'll have fun finding those on eBay. Well, you know, they'll, you know, they should be able to find them. Maybe. 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 Like I, I'm, I'm still hotly searching for the, the, the wave three, wave three. Yeah, wave three, which was the, the, the April, the April Casey, and what was the third one? It was Leatherhead and Slash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I've. I've got that one coming from NECA eventually. I've I, I found April at Target, and, but I still need the the KC2 pack. Yeah, that 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 one is is eluding me. Uh, and if you find them at Target, buy them because they're not going to be there long. It doesn't look like they're getting restocked of any of this stuff. So, yeah. Uh, it should be noted that Baxter is is coming with the fly version of the Shredder. Uh, also his, I, you know, I can't remember. It's been a while since we did the cartoon episode where he got the, was it the animalizer array or whatever, mm-hmm. but he comes with that and he comes with that weird, uh, sentient computer buddy, like monitor. Oh, that thing. <laughs> yeah. With a smiley cool. face on it is pretty yeah. cool. Um, oh, Baxter is so weird. I love it. Yeah. It's pretty great. I would love I would love I would love for them to do two packs of turtles and trench coats. It's, it's funny that you that you mentioned that uh, I've I found a, an Etsy shop. I think it was an Etsy shop that was selling trench coats for your Ninja Turtles. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was like twenty five dollars for I think a set of four. No, it was like four, no forty dollars for a set of four trench coats and little bitty hats. That's not bad. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So like if if you have the, the the four turtles in you know this like six or six or seven inch, you could throw some trench coats on them and boom, you have another figure. It's it was it was cool. It was cool. I didn't buy them, but it was cool. If I find that link, I'll send it to you. Oh, please do. Well, that does it for uh for news. What are we talking about this episode, Jeff? Uh, we're we're diving back into the IDW comics, and this time. Oh boy, we are tackling probably one of the most exciting uh, chunks of IDW, the <laughs> the City Fall arc. What's what's so funny is that's how I've described the, the the previous run as well. It's like it's yeah. so great, it's the most exciting, and then the very next run is like it's so great, it's the most exciting. And everybody should know we're not getting paid for this. This is not no. sponsored or anything. That would be great, but it's very, very difficult to find fault with stuff in this IDW run because it's so well written. Yeah, there's some, there's a few little nitpicks here and there, but they're very few and far between. So, agreed, absolutely agreed. Uh, yeah. And and we, we've talked about IDW a lot lately, so it may be a while before we touch it again. Um, this this. Uh, Specifically in this episode, we're going to read, or we've read, 21 through 28, and the Villains micro-series Old Hob, Alapex, Karai, Hun, and Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. 
so it's 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 a, a nice chunk there. That's what that's like 13 issues. Yeah. Uh, but all of them are part of the same story. They all feed into each other really well. For those of you that are interested, uh, the, all of these books can be found in the IDW collection, volume three. And when I say all of them, I mean all of them. Like the everything that we read for this 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 episode is in that book, twenty one through twenty eight, and all of those micros. So check it out. I think we should just dive right in. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So so this run starts with a with kind of a weird one off, right? So we're we're coming off of the 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 end of the secret history of the Foot Clan, right? That that that's yeah. kind of where we left off, and it's before City Fall, and they're switching artists, like like everything just kind of swapped over at issue twenty one, mm-hmm. which is fine because uh, starting with issue number twenty two, Mateus Santaloco is the main artist, and Chef Kiss just mwah. Just, yeah, it's, yes, just just absolutely wonderful. So good. Uh, but for issue 21, I, I, I guess he was feeling froggy or excited. I, I don't know what it was, but Kevin Eastman provided the art. Yeah. And he was the, the head writer on the issue as well. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, we've t- we've talked about Kevin Eastman as as a as a story person in the past. And uh, we haven't always been very nice about it, you know. This issue looks amazing, issue 21. It really does. Uh, of course, for it to look amazing, you do have to appreciate Kevin Eastman's art. Yeah. I can understand how people would not. It is. It, it, it does have like an old feel to it that other Turtles stuff doesn't, doesn't have. Uh, but his his art combined with who is it Rhonda is it Rhonda P. Patterson yeah Rhonda Patterson's uh, colors it's absolutely beautiful it really really is um, uh, they they complement each other very well yes they do yes they do the, the the story is is how did you describe it in in the pre-show um a filler filler it's absolute filler uh, the turtles are out uh, training and they're kind of ambushed by this nameless character that looks kind of like a not not a rat but like a like a almost like a jester. cat burglar type thing with a like a, je- like a jester mask like a jester mask and he shows up and just kind of beats the crap out of him and then runs and lures them into another place and then beats them again and it, it's it, it's very much a i am cat mouse cat the cat and mouse that that's actually a really good way to put it you're you're absolutely yeah. right and you find out at the end of the issue that this character that has this mask on that's toying, basically toying with the, the turtles, trying to get them all riled up, is Splinter. So obvious, though. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it's extremely obvious. Like, it looked like something he would wear. Yeah. Like, that's my complaint. Is like, you could have made him look completely different. I mean, he could have been an all in black or some other, you know, different type of color, but I'm like, I see rat fingers. <laughs> I, like, look, I, I have more logistic complaints. Like, first off, how do you fit Splinter's rat face behind that mask? And it oh, not yeah. be obvious? And and, 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 
and also where did his tail go? Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't get much story in this at all. Yeah. You know, Splinter's just trying to teach a lesson. Uh, we, we then get kind of an epilogue right at the end where Karai and Shredder and this new scientist guy that they picked up a few issues ago. And they've sh- they, they, they show them finding Kitsune. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who you know, of co- w- th- that we know from uh, the secret history of the Foot Clan, who was instrumental in Splinter being able to be – Splinter – Shredder being able to be basically put in cryostasis for hundreds of years. So so I guess the only story we get out of this really is the that hey, Kitsune's back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, other than the art, I don't really like issue twenty one at all. I mean it's fine. It, it's fine for what it is, you know. Um again, like I said, just for the art, it's it visually it's it's a it's a feast for the eyes. Yeah, because um, we get some nice splash pages. Yeah. Um, uh, that that first big one I I really like. Um, but uh, we don't really uh after this we don't really see that scientist dude. It, no, not in the issues that we read that we read for this. No, he he does come back. Yeah. But it's 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 he serves at this point he has served his purpose. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, at first I thought it was like going to be like one of those sitcom characters that like walks up the the stairwell and never comes down from their room. <laughs> yeah, ever. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, do you have anything else to say about I- issue twenty one? No, 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 yeah. not not really. Good. So issue twenty two, uh, Santa Loco takes over as the artist, and from the cover, it's obvious it's another level of art. Because the cover of number one is, or of number 22, is ridiculous. You're talking about the Shredder one with all the foot behind him? No, I'm talking about the the, the one where Raph is falling off the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is beautiful. Yeah. Just insane. Ah, but moving on. So, the, Casey and Raph are at the bar that, his dad, that Casey's dad, you know, hangs out at and they get ambushed by the foot get kidnapped uh so it's K- K- raf escapes during the uh during the, the the foot's escape casey though is full-on kidnapped the turtles are back at the back at their lair when raf comes home and he's like we gotta go they got casey blah 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 blah. he brings them back to the docks because raf figures out you know because of the conversations in the in in, in the van that he was kidnapped 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 in that they're going to the docks. Uh, Karai and, and Alapex are at the docks with a knocked out Casey waiting on the turtles to show because that was the plan all along was to lure them into a place that they could be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ambushed. Yeah. Uh, Angel is brought into the mix where she basically says, I'm, I'll bring the uh, I'll bring the uh, the purple dragons to help. Or she was going to come by herself and then ultimately brings the Purple Dragons to help. The Turtles are successfully ambushed. Uh, when they show up, Shredder has a fierce show of power by stabbing Casey in the gut with his, with his what are those things called? Gauntlets or his fist blades? Uh, yeah. 
yeah, I, I don't know what the official name of those things are. Claws? They're not claws, are they? No, they're not claws. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hang on. Yeah, you, you look that up while I keep going. Okay. Uh, so uh, obviously, with 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 Casey sta- mortally stabbed, or seemingly mortally stabbed, there uh, a fight ensues. Raphael loses his mind, uh, and in the scuffle, Leonardo gets Leonardo gets kidnapped, which was really the entire intent of the Shredder. The Shredder wanted Leonardo so he could take him back because he's had his eye on him for quite some time now. Yeah, there's still claws. You were right. They're claws? They're just claws? Claws? Like, like claws, gauntlets, you know, um, steel oh. claws, fist claws. All right. All right. So I guess I was right. Gauntlets. Yeah. Let's say gauntlets. That sounds cool. With, with Leonardo gone and Casey dying, the Turtles and their allies have to flee and take Casey to the hospital. This is the opening issue. Of <laughs> yeah. Call, mind you. All of this happens in one issue. And we, we, we learned in previous issues that Shredder thinks Leonardo would make the best, what, Chunin? Is that is that the phrase? You are correct, sir. Yes. Uh, I, I don't, we haven't really been told why he's basing well, – what he's basing that on. Uh, we do learn a lot in this run, or at least we learn what he tells us to learn in this run, and we'll get to that later. But – the, the Turtles are in quite a spot after this first issue. The opening issue of City Fall, how do you feel about it? That, they're not pulling any punches in this. Like, they're just like, let's jump right in. Let's just, you know, let's get it going. Santa, was it Santa? Do you pronounce his name? Santa, I think it's Santa Loco. Santa Loco's art is just, it, it's masterful. Like, every panel... Um, again, I'm going to gush about this guy's art because we should be gushing about his art. Yes, um, absolutely. He is extremely passionate um, about the turtles and just, you know, the amount of, of emotion and action he's able to fit into very small panels um, is also commendable. Um, and they're incredibly detailed. And just the amount of emotion that you see – I don't think I've ever seen the turtles look this expressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, uh, in, in any of the runs, I, I'm sure there are, but it's just for right now, whew, when, when Raph lost his cool and he always does like, I, <laughs> man, it's just like Hulk smash. He's yeah, just yeah. ready to go. And, um, and when he, when he loses after, after shredder stabs Casey, just, Man, it, it got me. It, 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 mm-hmm. it got me. I was like, yeah. "What just happened?" Yeah, that, like that's the single panel where uh, where Shredder stabs Casey yeah. took my breath away the first time I read it. It knocked me for a loop. Because 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 I was like, "Are they doing this? Are they are did they just kill Casey Jones?" Because they're allowed to, like they're full on allowed to kill Casey Jones. Yeah. Like that, all that would do is help the story if they did. Um, I'm not saying I want him to die or anything, but if that is the direction of the story, I'm on board. It gives it a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A gravity. There is well, a there weight, is some weight. Um, that sense of danger, like you want, because you're so invested in these characters, 
and so many other mediums kind of play it safe, especially, you know, on the Saturday morning factor. Yeah. But you don't know. It could go either way. Right. Right. And it's, it's like it's like the Shakespeare, you know, mentality of it. You know, is this character going to live? Is it going to die? You know, so you're, you know, you're, you're hooked. You're like, I need to know more. When's the next issue coming out? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I like that because I'm, I'm, to- I'm, I'm totally hooked. Um, one thing I want to, I want to, I want to say about Santa Logo's art before we move on to the second issue of, uh, of City Fall is how he draws the turtle's head and masks, heads and masks. Artists in the past and, and and even television shows in the past have tried to convey the turtles personalities through their head shape and mask. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Santa Loco's combination of the two successfully pulls it off. Yes. Because when you look at Raphael's head and how his mask is shaped, you know he's a hothead. Oh, yeah. When you look at Leonardo's head and mask shape, you can tell he's disciplined and focused. When you look at Michelangelo, he looks youthful and 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 spry. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's and this is without any words, without any action. This is just how the characters are constructed. Mm-hmm. And that's that takes absolute talent. Yeah. I don't, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I don't, I've never seen that in any other iteration. It just adds yeah. to their personalities, like you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 com- I, I completely dig everything about his art. Uh, the next issue we're going to tackle, or I'm sorry, did you have any nuggets or anything else you want to cover in 22? Um, no. Like, even if, like, they were, all their masks were red, you would be able to tell which one was which. You're absolutely right with this. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. We can move on to uh, Old Hob. Yes, yes, that is next. Uh, Old Hob. Uh, this is a character that, of course, is new to IDW. Like this is, it's not like he has origins in the original comic or anything. This is, this is a new character, right? Yep. And uh, we don't, we don't really know anything about him outside of he was mutated at the same time as the turtles. In an, in the alleyway, and he was a cat. You know, uh, we learn in this issue that he was a house cat. He was owned by a little boy, and his 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 horrible mother threw the cat out in the alley. Oh, yeah. And the the <laughs> Hob had to learn how to survive on the streets after having been raised as a house cat, which is a terrible way to learn how to live on the streets. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different if you have to learn the streets and then you become a house cat. That's a much easier transition. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it tells, now, is this speaking from experience? Sergio? Yes. Yes. I, I was born a house cat. Good. Uh, no, uh, a Malamute. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it shows that this, this, this issue shows him having to, you know, scavenge scavenge for food. He and and the reason he was attacking the turtles that day that that, that he got muta- mutated was to try to eat them. He was hungry. Yeah. You know, not only did he not get to eat the turtles, but he also lost an eye because Splinter bit it. This so, one really tugged at my heart, man. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Feel sorry for him. 
it 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 creates it it turns Hob into a tragic character. Yeah. You know, and me me having read the you know the, the most recent issues and 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 knowing where the Hob character goes ultimately like the parallels to certain Marvel villains I'm not going to go any deeper than that are crazy deep like it, it's very clear after reading this again it's very clear that they had the things that they're doing with him now in mind when they created the character right yeah, he th- this even goes into how he got um, hooked up with Baxter Stockman and become a basically a test subject uh, at Stock Gen. He was able to convince Stockman to, to to let him let him go to try to find the turtles, right? The turtles and Splinter. And that's how he got out on the streets. That's how we, he 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 honed his ability to 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 blend in with gangs. And he he got a pretty big following on the streets you know he was that cat man who was also a gang leader uh and this even brings it up into uh him partnering with slash he, he talks about his battle his first battle with the turtles and splinter uh he, he even talks about baxter betraying him and getting shot like it, th- this whole story is kind of told from the point of view of old hob mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah. Uh, we also learned that the reason Old Hob survived the gunshot is because of uh, mutagen. Yeah, the vial that he stole. Yeah, the vial that he stole. So now he understands more of the use of mutagen. Uh, and at, at the very end, we, we find that he's reaching out to the turtles, sans Leonardo. Let's see. Let's see. The, the whole – the quote here is, and this whole city is going to shake with fear when they see what's coming next. Hob has plans. He's got big plans, and we don't know any of them right now. But his first order of business is to partner with these turtles, and that's where the issue ends. Yeah. Which, City Fall, they could have written the entire City Fall run without Hob in it. Mm-hmm. You know, he does have some 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 crucial moments in it, but those could be written out very easily. Them going out of their way to make sure Hob stays in the mix. Mm-hmm. Not only does wonders for his character, but it also gives him legitimacy later on. Right. Uh, this is a very personal story uh, about Hob. How'd you feel about it? I really enjoyed it. Like I've been, I've, I've really been enjoying all the like mini character spotlights and they don't feel like, you know, there, there's some substance to them. And there's definitely, you know, you you get more backstory. So I'm I'm really enjoying that aspect um, of these. And um, this may be a nugget. This might not be a nugget. Okay. Um, but when uh, when Hob uh, leaves and he's on the street, um, there's two guys at a hot dog stand who look suspiciously like J and K from Men in Black. This is when he okay. Let me, oh, it does it a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So Will Smith has like you know, like was it dreadlocks? Maybe. It could be just a it regular deal, but you know, it kind of looks like J and K. A little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, I I really enjoy this issue just just because 
uh, the old Hob character needed some 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 uh, some backstory. We we have like pseudo backstory on all of these other characters that we have decades of of knowledge about. Old Hob we don't. Yeah. So to to know where he came from makes his character even more appealing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But as for you know where it fits into the, the overall timeline or overall story. I don't want to call this filler. I feel like it's more important than filler, but yes. I guess by definition, it is filler. It doesn't feel like filler to me, though. Well, the thing is, is you yeah. could never read this issue and not actually lose any context. Right. It just enhances it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it optional. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on to 23. Can do. Okay, so issue 23, Casey is obviously being rushed to the hospital. Leonardo has been kidnapped, has been knocked out, uh, and there's two stories being told simultaneously. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Almost uh, like half of each page is dedicated to Casey's fate, and the other half is dedicated to Leonardo's fate. Yeah. And uh, in every in every in on every single page – it's like a mirror image of like just the exact amount of real estate is given to both stories mm-hmm. and it's really, really well juxtaposed. I, I like it so much because one is physically injured. The other one is going to be emotionally and mentally injured. This, this issue goes in some really cool directions uh, because this is the issue where Leonardo is brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's been kidnapped by the Foot Clan, and Kitsune is there, who is a mystic being. She uses her powers to convince Leonardo that events in his past did not happen the way he remembers them. Mm-hmm. And paints all of those situations in ways that make the Foot Clan look like the... The, the true hero, the, the 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 direction he needs to go, like the shredder is his savior, mm-hmm. is his master, and it, she's basically just rewriting his 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 memory. Yeah, uh, which is a cool, really cool way to 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 introduce a brainwashing story, because you know you you can always just you know wiggle a feather in front of somebody's face and be like, oh, you're bad now, and they're like, I'm bad now, adding mm-hmm. an actual context to it. And and referring to events that we're familiar with makes this seem feasible. It's still silly on the surface, but at right. least they did their work. They did enough homework on this to make me agree that it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Casey, of course, is in the hospital. Uh, he's knocked out. They don't know when he's going to recover, how long it's going to take, if he's going to have permanent damage. His drunk father shows up and she was talking bad about him to April. Oh, yeah. They never even realized he showed up. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. He he overhears them and he just kind of gets out of there without even going in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 we then we also see the the meeting between old hob slash the turtles and splinter. And they start discussing, you know, you scratch my back. I scratch your back. We can both benefit from this. 
uh, and obviously the turtles are very um, hesitant to trust him, but they don't really have a choice because Hob is their only lead to find out where Leonardo is. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the like the last thing I want to point out here is, you know, but by the end of this issue, Leonardo is successfully brainwashed. He is being given his black mask mask. He is a member of the foot clan and believes that the shredder is his new master. Yeah. If you look like if you flip back through the book and look at the pages where they show the, the flashbacks, those flashbacks are the art is done by the artist who did those arcs that I was just about to mention that. I was like, I noticed that. Mm hmm. And uh, it's it's a very, very nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dan Duncan d- does two pages here. Sophie Campbell does two pages. Andy Kuhn does two pages. Ben we love Bates. Sophie. Yeah. Ben Bates does some e- like even Kevin Eastman steps in and does a couple pages like th- th- they this is not the first time they've done multiple artists on one book to pull this kind of thing off. Uh but this is the first time they've done it as almost kind of a, you know, when you're watching TV shows and there's a, there's a, what a clips episode. Yeah. This is like an Elseworlds clips episode. Here's a clip episode, but here's, we're going to show you what in these old episodes are changing. That is making Leonardo be influenced to become a member of the foot clan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's a fantastic way to, to, to bridge the you know the gap between good and bad Leo mm-hmm. uh, and and that's pretty much the, the 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 main thing that happens in this book 23 is very much dedicated to turning Leo mm-hmm. what are your thoughts God those splash pages man just got me like they're you know just like you said the the nightmare I call them nightmare pages because that's basically what they are that's uh-huh. a great way to put it um and god those are those are probably my, some of my favorite pieces um in here yeah even my, in my notes nightmare different artists interesting <laughs> <laughs> i was like i caught on to that um and it works so well because the art is so different yeah almost is reflective of i would say what i'm getting from it is different shades of his psyche each one more nightmarish than the last. Yeah. Yeah, this one this one's just really just you know, and we barely scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah, this is this is only the second book. Uh let's keep moving cuz we have a lot more to cover. Yeah. I, it's just if you were to tell me, "Hey, we're going to tell a, a story where Leonardo turns bad." My first reflex would be, "Uh, why?" Why? Like, you're going to ruin this. Why are you doing that? You know, because it's such a hokey thing to try to pull off. And I've, I feel like they it, – it's not perfect, but they did, a, they did it well enough that I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up is issue 24. Am I right? Yes. I'm right. Okay. Issue 24. Uh, it starts off with Karai practicing some – dancing, fighting things like all, all, all kinds of ninja things. And shredder basically tells her, prepare. We're about to fight 
Yoshi and his brood. Cut to Casey waking up in the hospital. He's finally awake from him being stabbed, you know, by, by the shredder. And there to greet him are his two ladies, Angel and April. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is still, you know, very much injured. Uh, and they just kind of bring him up to speed as to what's going on. Uh, I'm sure they're doing that for him and for readers who may have missed the previous issues. Right. Uh, moving on, the turtles uh, are are <laughs> are with Hob, and Hob is basically telling telling him the sh- the Shredder and his goons are in that warehouse, uh, and I can get you in. You have to trust me. And the turtles are very, very, very distrustful. They're th- like my favorite part of this, or the, my favorite funny part of this issue is. Can I do it? Yes, you can absolutely. Because you know what I'm going to say. Okay. Um. So Hobbs not Hobbs not alone. Slash is with him, and of course Mikey's just kind of staring up at him. He's like, "Dude, chillax. <laughs> you don't got to be so grumpy. Have a candy bar. You'll love it." <laughs> <laughs> and basically, now Mikey and Slash are, I'm assuming, best friends. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, which is. Very charming and just, just my favorite part of this whole this whole issue. I and you, you know when I read that again, I was like, Jeff's yeah. really gonna dig that panel. Jeff's really gonna dig this whole Mikey slash thing. I wonder what kind of candy bar that is too, because I'm trying to figure out what it is. Who it's knows? not a name name brand, whatever. Oh, but. Well, of course not. Uh, that's not. It's probably a, a knockoff Snickers. Um. It says it looks like it says stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually talking about the 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 first conversation between Hob and the turtles. Like Raph is asking him, "You sure this is the right place, Hob?" And Hob's like, "Positive. What makes you think I'm lying?" <laughs> and then all three of the <laughs> characters in the frame look over at him, like, "Come on, come on." Yeah. And the very next, he's like, "Well, I ain't." You know, just just really good comedic timing with those panels. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they the Hob, you know, gets them in there. They get in the door, and Hob slams it and locks it. Of course, he locks them in that warehouse. We are led to believe that they got hoodwinked by Hob. They turn around, lights turn on, and they weren't hoodwinked per se. He did fulfill his obligation to get them exactly where they you know wanted to go to find uh leonardo the problem is is the foot knew they were coming because hob led them to the foot like he was working both sides yeah so the turtles show up splinter and shredder have a you know have a nice little conversation about his son blah 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 then there's a whole battle uh between the turtles and Shredder and his goons. And then there's the big reveal of Leonardo in his full foot garb, black mask and all. And it is stunning. It really, really is. Uh, cause it's, it's amazing what you can just do with a costume change. Oh yeah. Cause, cause that's what it is. It's just a costume change. He's still short. <laughs> He's still just a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. What? Five feet tall. Five, yeah, five foot, five foot nothing, you know, 
he he has his his blue uh, blue mask on his sword. He drops it on his uh, on his father, and he's like, "I'm not your son." Like so many just 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 scenes that are on the like on the surface really really cheesy, but they're all delivered really well. So I I really like it's like a really good wrestling plot, you know. Yeah. Like you know it's bad, but it's so good. Exactly. It's like a soap opera. Well, Leo proceeds to just beat the crap out of his brothers uh, with ease, uh, especially with his new little blade gauntlet things that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the turtles probably would have died if it wasn't for Slash busting through the wall and wreaking havoc. Uh, Big on Hulk style. That's right. That's right. And and he did it because we're led to believe it's because Mikey was like, hey, man. We're buds. I he did it for candy. the he, he did it for the candy. He did it for the candy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the turtles escape. Leonardo has chosen his side. Uh, and. The the book ends with Splinter just kind of super bummed holding Leo's broken mask. Yeah, the the symbolism there is is palpable. Or what do you think of twenty four? I mean, it it just keeps getting better and better. Like, you know, I remember we had talked about like when we did the Leo episode that you told me that you know it was going some interesting directions and stuff. And I think you went ahead and told me anyway. Yeah. Um, and I kind of forgot about it, and then I was like, oh hey, <laughs> and um, I think I think a while back I had seen some images of his new outfit and whatever um i I can't stop gushing about his art i just i can't and i won't (laughs) (laughs) just the 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 range of emotions and just i can't see i'm I'm a loss for words sergio it's so good oh yeah yeah um yeah like he's able to convey a lot of emotion which helps thank you yeah yeah it, it, it it really helps the scripts in, in these, because as I said before, they're trying to tell a story that's inherently silly. And I feel like other artists would not have been able to pull it off in a way that made it acceptable. Right. Uh, do you got anything else on 24 before we move on to Alopex? I do not. Okay. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Alopex Micro, uh, which if we're talking about art... Uh, this is another book done by Sophie Campbell, and she has a knack for drawing uh, Alopex. Yeah. Just that, just put that on the table. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, this is much like the old Hob Micro, Alopex's backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the issue opens with her being a foot assassin and just schooling an entire, what was this? A gang operation? Yeah. Yeah. Just basically came in and just murdered them all. Most of them. She did it blindfolded. Yeah. 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 So, so it, it, it really is kind of a it level sets where Alopex is in, in the, the pantheon of, of, of Ninja, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to mess with Alopex. We we learned that much. Well, about midway through uh, the, the the issue, Shredder gives basically tells her, "Hey, we we've got a new operation. It's it, it's in your homeland. 
uh, is there a problem with that? And she's like, no, sir, you know, whatever, you know, and, and much like the, the old hob micro it's told from, it, it's kind of told from the point of view of, of, uh, Alopex. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there is, there, there is a, uh, a narration happening. And in this one, in, in, in this book, we really kind of need the narration because there's what's happening in the actual panels and there's what's happening in the story. And then there's the thoughts and the mindset that are and the things that are going through Alopex's mind, mm-hmm. which is like those two things are very different. Uh, she, she's very torn because they're at her homeland and Shredder just slaughters her, her unmutated family. Yeah. Or her old family, like her mother, her father, her her siblings, or basically her entire brood. Like brood is that the right word? I don't know. Pack. Her whole pack. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. And Shredder's like, we did this on purpose. Um, this is your final initiation. If you can stay loyal through this, you're you know, then we will know that you're w- with us for life. It's it's, it's kind of a it's 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 kind of an initiation, a rite of passage, exactly. And th- this is really the first time Alopex shows any just concrete anger emotion. She attacks the Shredder, which is completely understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he puts her in her in her place, mm-hmm. and 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 basically tells her, uh, what did what did he say? You act as if you're still one of them. You're not. Your foot, like you're a, you're above this. Stop acting like that. Mm-hmm. And while it may it, it may seem like she's learned her lesson and she's still you know on the Shredder's team, by the end of this she's like the Shredder is the bear and I'm gonna kill the bear. The bear being the thing she was afraid of in the woods. Like it's, it's, it, there's a, there's a beautiful like turning point at the end of this issue where we kind of learn that Alopex is not a one sided. I'm a bad guy character. It, she, she's very much a dynamic. As I learn more, I will, you know, I could be good. I could be bad. My story is still happening. Yeah. And I, I really dig this issue. Be, for, for a lot of reasons, one of those is it. You, you realize that there's more to her than just being a pretty bad fox. You know. Yeah. Uh, what What are your thoughts? Well, it again, um, like the other mini micros. Um, this one, I'm gonna go ahead and say this one's my favorite. Really. Um, mainly because I really love this character and. Also love Sophie's art. Um, her, her, oh God. See, when I say her command of colors in this, there's not a lot to work with because they're in the snow. But there is. You know, there's blues, there's reds. Um, and it, it's just breathtaking. Like, I was like, I wanted more. You know, I was like, where's, the, you know, is there, no, is there another issue? Um, and... Just her art is just so fantastic. I'm just gonna gush about it because yeah, you know, yeah. With Nibi, it also has kind of a Wolverine feel to it. Like going back home, she's experimented on, 
you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And even um, and 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 home is somewhere that's cold. Yeah. 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 And you really are onto something when you, when you mention the colors because there aren't a lot of colors in this one, and the color palette is not very uh, deep. Mm-hmm. But it's it's mostly like deep blues, purple, and red. Like those are yeah. the three colors that really get used a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Um, and probably my favorite panel of of Alipax is when she when it does uh, it's in the top right corner before Shredder you know, burns down the forest. She just, just that little sniff. And it's oh like right yeah. There. I just, I, I love, I love that panel. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of emotion in that, in that panel. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophie is, is, is extremely, um, uh, talented at conveying that as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Gosh, it, it, it's so, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I like I'm not a scientist when it comes to like colors and what they mean and and what kind of emotion they're supposed to to to, to convey. But Wait, I feel scientist? like scientist, a color scientist. There's don't don't tell me there's not color scientists, Jeff. Uh well. I guarantee you, there's color scientists. Maybe. If any of our listeners out there are color scientists, please let us know. Yes, yes, yes. Pr- pr- prove Jeff wrong for me, please. All, all I'm saying is colors, colors, they, they like they evoke certain things in people. And I feel like the colors used in this issue evoke the emotions that belong in this issue. Yeah. At least that's what the scientists say. Oh, right. What else do you have to say about right. al- Alapex? Uh, I, I, I got to get Sophie to draw me an Alapex. <laughs> uh, she, she would do it. She would Full do color. it. That'd be great. Um, another fantastic panel uh, to me is at the, is at the end when they're leaving and everything's on fire and you see like kind of the silhouette of like just or you just see the profile mm-hmm. of Alapex to the side of the fire that looks very much like something on the cover of like a '90s action VHS that you would see. <laughs> yeah, that's just I I love that. That's just really really great. This is my favorite micro. I'm I'm saying it right now. You're hey wow wow. Okay, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that it's not the best micro. It might be. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's up there. It's absolutely up there. Foxes are my favorite animal, so I guess I'm probably you know biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's a dedication to the memory of uh, Franco. Um, oh, oh, Uru or however you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's who? Let's see. He was he was the first person to draw Alapex. Yeah. In the the Raphael micro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he passed in a uh, twenty twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 move on to Karai, which. I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna say up front. I did not like this micro at all. Mm. Uh, not at all. Like it. It does the job that it's supposed to. It does give us some backstory on Karai and how she fits into the the backstory of of the Foot Clan. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't care. Yeah, like it's 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 established very quickly that Karai is the heir apparent of you know the the, the Foot Clan's uh, legacy, but her father had turned the Foot Clan from a gang or, or like a, a ninja gang organization to basically a business. Yeah. Effectively cutting the fangs out of the of the organization so much so that the you know the the big secret teachings book of of the uh, the Foot Clan was just left in his library, mm-hmm. you know, to collect dust. Uh, Karai then took on a double life: one being a teenager, the other being a ninja gangster. A ninja by night. A ninja by night. About halfway through the book, Karai was – it's revealed that Karai was dreaming about the Shredder and the Shredder guiding her to retaking the Foot Clan and reclaiming it as the glorious organization it used to be. Yeah, like I I do not like this issue at all. I like them. There are two really, really important things that come out of this issue, and none of them really have much to do with Karai at all. One, during a fight with Leo towards the end of it, Karai figures out that Leo is not 100% there. Like Like, 100% turned. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's he's clearly still confused. And she 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 knows that she's going to be able to uh, use that to her advantage later. Yeah. Also, you see her recruiting Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. <laughs> In human form. In human form. And you know, people who who wouldn't be familiar with the turtles may not even see that, you know, as right. a thing. But us 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 shellheads, we know what's coming. It's blatantly obvious. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, I, I really like that they weaved the the Karai recruiting Bebop and Rocksteady and mutating. And we'll get to that in a minute. But mutating Bebop and Rocksteady as kind of a subplot. Yeah. Through City Fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of this issue? Because I've already come clean. Right. Well, I mean, I liked it. I liked it okay, um, you know, for what it is. Um, my biggest disappointment comes from the fact that we did not get to see Karai fight ninja lawyers or ninja accountants. Yeah, like the the the, the story of of the Foot Clan becoming a you know what it became, and then Karai turning it back into a ninja organization. Like that's a compelling idea. Yeah. I just don't know if one issue is enough to really te- not even one issue because a lot of this issue was dedicated to not that, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like they did that survey, serve survey, that story, a disservice mm-hmm. while also giving us a book that it was kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looked good. Oh like, yeah, the art was good. Corey Smith is a good artist. Um, I just, uh, if you have nothing else to say about Karai, we can absolutely move on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Yep. 
Okay, issue 25. Uh, this one opens with Karai and Leonardo leading a, a battle against the Savate French ninjas. Like the the, the seeds of uh, Karai and Leo like and their power struggle is that that's this whole issue kind of establishes that. Mm-hmm. Casey and April are still hanging out at the hospital. Casey's still recovering. Uh, the turtles are trying to figure out what to do next. They're Casey and April, they're, yeah, they're facetiming. Yeah. Uh, and Casey and April finally kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like basically, basically April's like, I don't know how I would feel if you were gone. Blah 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 blah. And then uh, they embrace, and there it is, the first kiss. Congratulations. Finally. Yeah. Uh, Raph is out just beating people up, trying to find out what he can about the Foot Clan and their their plans. And he does end up finally beating up the right person uh, to, to, to know that the Foot Clan is planning something huge. Yeah. And over the next several pages, we learn that basically what that means uh, is the Foot Clan is claiming all of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, 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 they're claiming... I, I don't even know the right word for it. Like all of the other gangs will work for the foot. Yeah. That, that is, that is their plan. And if you don't fall in line, we will kill you. The Karai and Leo power, power, power battle, uh, is on full display in front of the shredder. Uh, later in the issue, we also see the first seeds of, or, or I guess the, the first real seeds of, of Leonardo possibly turning back. Mm-hmm. And it's tied to the memory of his mother, mm-hmm. which comes into play a lot later. Yeah. Um, we then <laughs> we then see Casey's dad rip his shirt off. <laughs> Not which, just because he wanted to. No, but... well, he was he was angry. You know, he was angry at himself at what he had become. Yeah. You know, he he wasn't there for his child. He's just a drunk. He's looking in the mirror all upset. Uh, So he rips his shirt off and breaks the glass, revealing a giant purple dragon tattoo on his back. And I did a say what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did not see that coming. I didn't either. And the thing is, is at this point, it still isn't revealed what that means. Right. You know, because... It basically just means he was a purple dragon. Right now, that's all that means. Exactly. Um, which, th- that in itself has some implications. But once it's revealed exactly who he is, that is what is the giant mind-blowing part. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, Splinter meets with Hob. They broker a deal that basically says, that, that, that basically is Splinter saying, hey, I'm, I want my son back. I will do what you, if you can help me do that, I will help you do whatever you need to have done. And that's all we're doing. That's that's what this is. This isn't a partnership. It is a very much a quid pro quo. You scratch my back, I'll, I'll scratch yours. Uh, Mikey and Donnie uh, approach Raph to find out, or they, they, they basically stop him from beating up some people, and there's a big fight and big argument, and they, they welcome him back into the family, blah, 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 blah. Really good brother moments there. Fantastic, because Mikey's had enough. Yeah. Mikey's very, very much 
we can only fix this if we work together. What is what, what, like, we understand that you're angry, but we had, you, you were gone for a long time and we found you. You can't just disappear. If you look very carefully at his mask in that panel, when he's chewing Raph out, it kind of looks like Raph's mask a little, a little bit, a little bit. And I was like, it's a big deal when Mikey gets pissed. Yes, Absolutely. And and it, it's conveyed extremely well, so this one this one got me. Uh, this one got me pretty good. Yeah, because he got through to Raph in a big way. Yes. Yeah, and 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 so so the turtles are kind of regrouping, which is what they need to do at this point. Uh, the bad guys they have already grouped, and they're they're about to clearly about to attack the Savate ninjas. Uh, and then probably. Top three favorite panels in all of IDW on the last page of this book. Yeah. When Karai says, but the wise warrior always has an alternate plan prepared, dot, 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 Mm -hmm. just in case. And it cuts to, like, Bebop and Rocksteady mid-mutation in the most grisly, gnarly panel Mateus Santaloco is ever drawn. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Like I w- when I first flipped to that page in the book, I literally cussed out loud. <laughs> like Absolutely. very l- just loudly just cussed. So, it's well done. Well done. Yeah. What'd you think of 25? Because a lot happened in 25. God, there's so much. There's so much packed into this. Yeah. Um, you know, just, again, those moments of basically, with Leo basically relegating Karai to just, like, a grunt. Like, uh-huh. it's it's building and building and building and building as, like... So that tension is 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 really nice, and it's a it's an interesting different take on Leo and Karai's relationship because in other iterations, and especially the cartoon or you know animated series and stuff, you know, well, with being the last the C, the Nickelodeon series, the CGI one, mm-hmm. him having kind of a, a romantic feelings towards her, and this is a you know it's a it's an interesting take. Um, this go around because you know it's just, just both hate each other, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you know the uh, the April Casey kiss was definitely a highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, probably the my favorite moment, um, is with when Mikey just has it out when he's had enough. You know, and it's it shows a side to him that we continue to see in these books that he's not just the goofball. And no, I, no. I'm I'm so tired of that in these mediums or these iterations that he's he's not he's not just the goofball. He's better than that. Um he's still enjoyable in a lot of the other ones, but I want better for him. And that's exactly what they're giving us in this book, and it makes me very happy. Yes, yes. He he is he's the heart of the team. Yeah. 
Yeah, like he he he's the he's the one that you're rooting for. He's the one that you don't want to upset because he's the purest. Yeah, you know, um, and and it mirrors like the the Mike Mikey in this book mirrors the original Mikey in the the uh, Mirage books yeah. a little bit. Not it does have like a sprinkling of the of just the the lightheartedness of the other versions of Mikey, mm-hmm. but it isn't completely reliant on it. Right. So, so many iterations are reliant on him being the co- comic relief. And while that's a fun dynamic, it's not very interesting. This version of Mikey is absolutely interesting. Yeah. I mean, it works well in the, 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 the two K 12 Nick series. Yeah. Cause he's, he's absolutely delightful. <laughs> It's of course he's delightful, but it's not like you can dissect that character right. and you know understand his motivations and no it's it's just oh he's a goofball fantastic yeah. Yeah. he may be the most charming goofball you've ever seen but he's still just a goofball yeah 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 I liked twenty five but as as I said my favorite part is that last panel that last panel is a game changer and it is beautiful and it's mind blowing yeah. Let's move on to micro series number six, Hun. Get so, ready, folks. Get ready. So, I think the, the audacity, the absolute audacity of announcing a Hun micro, okay, sending the Hun micro all the way through the solicitations, getting people to buy, you know, buy these in advance because you have to order them in advance without revealing that Hun is actually Casey's dad until dum, dum, dum. yeah dum 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 until the next to last page or the next to next to last page of issue 25 is so audacious and amazing that like I'm going to golf clap to that right now it, yeah cuz cuz if i remember correctly 25 and Hun came out the same month i think mm-hmm. probably weeks you know within weeks of each other and again you, you have a book that you have a character who's getting their own spotlight and you have zero backstory you have no idea who this person is mm-hmm. until you open the first page and it says and it's casey's dad in rehab or not in rehab at aa and they're saying hi arnold yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so Hun is Arnold, Casey's dad? How does this happen? Yeah. And they go into exactly how it happens. Like he was the leader of the of of the um Purple Dragons. He had blonde hair. That was his thing. You know, that was kind of his gang persona. He was extremely buff, uh, ex- extreme an extremely uh intimidating in- inv- individual who once he got married and had a kid and, you know, his wife died, he fell into a deep depression, became an alcoholic, was beating his son. You know, everything bad happened to this guy and he completely fell from his 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 post, his his pedestal. In this issue, we get his backstory and we also get how he turns back into Hun. Yeah. And that is he's proposition by the shredder the shredder basically has leonardo kidnap him 
and bring him in and Shredder's like, I know who you are. I know you who you who you used to be. You can be, you can become that again. All you need is this, and he gives him some mutagen. And it's not the mutagen that would turn him into anything. It was no. just the part of the mutagen that would regenerate and enhance who he already is. Steroids. Yes. <laughs> it's in it, it's yeah, it's pretty much just steroids. We're gonna juice you up. Yeah. Um obviously he takes it, he gains his his strength, his confidence, he bleaches his hair again, puts it his gives him abs. Gives him abs. Like it completely transforms him. He puts his purple pur- purple dragon's uh vest back on. Shows up to a to a purple dragon's meeting and says, "Hi, I'm in charge." And right now, the leader of the purple dragons is who? Uh, Angel. Angel. Yeah. And Angel is actively trying to get them out of the gang business. You know, she's trying to legitimize them, try tr- try to turn a corner. And Hun is like, "No, that's not what we do here." And at one point, just grabs her by the neck and is like. I'm taking I'm taking control. Does anyone have anything to say about that? And he gets no opposition except for her. Because he knocked everybody else out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he forcefully just retakes his position as as the leader. Uh, shows up at, at 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 Casey's hospital bed and he's like, "Look, I've I've turned a corner. I'm back. I, I've you know I don't drink anymore. I've 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 conquered that." And Casey says, "I don't care." I don't, just go away. Mm. You know, you're not drinking, but now you're juicing. Uh, this is just another pro. This is going to be a problem in a different way. You know, just KCC's right through it. Yeah. Uh, Hun g- gifts, gifts him a new uh, hockey mask and proceeds to continue being Hun and leading the Purple Dragons and working with the foot. And that's where it ends. Is yeah. there, 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 there any, there, there anything else really story wise to take from this? Mm. I really hope that when they introduced, when they first thought of the Casey's dad plot line in like issue two, like, has this been a very long, like his debut was early in the series. Yeah. I really hope that when they thought of that, they had this in mind. I don't think they did. Because they had to, they they had to do some narrative backflips to get him into that Hun suit. Yeah. But the reveal was is, is a fantastic reveal. It it really is. And when I think back on those issues where we see Casey's dad for the first time, um, that totally ex- explains why he's he's one tough cuss. Yeah. Like, why is this old man so tough? You oh, know? it's because he's Hun. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Hun, of course, of two K three fame. Like, yeah. I guess we have to mention that. Yeah. Um, uh, the Hun being Casey's dad is it adds a level of tension. Ten, yeah, tension. It adds a level of 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 uh, pers, per, not personality, but it makes. It, his He's character way person. more personal yeah. to the overall overall story and not just some goon. Yeah. You know, it, it's very easy to, to introduce yet another brute 
who has a tattoo and is angry. You know, that's that's easy to do. The hard part is taking one of your main characters fathers and making him that brute. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, very nice twist. And what continues throughout these books is they make these characters more fleshed out and more interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, honestly, I wish they would go back and do more micros. Yeah. Cause they, they stopped at eight. They did eight villains micros they could have done there's there's more micros they could have done they just didn't so we have a brand new character there hun mixed into this entire city fall arc uh and and boy does he show up yeah so we're gonna jump right into issue 26 uh the issue opens with a different artist on the first two pages and the the artist is is basically drawing leonardo talking to his mother uh, or his, you know, his ancient mother back, you know, in ancient Japan. And th- th- this is, you know, the, the, the breadcrumbs leading up to Leonardo remembering who he is. Mm-hmm. And that is very much tied to his memory of his mother. Mm-hmm. And it's they they leave it very vague and open ended, which is probably to their benefit. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's just his memory of his mother or if it's actually the soul of his mother inter, in, like intervening to save her son. It's it's meant to be unsure. And left up to the reader. And left up to the reader. Um, either way, we see what's coming, and I'm absolutely fine with the way they're portraying it. It works. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's definitely fascinating and a, a very interesting take. A very personal take. Very personal take, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Raphael reaches out to a- Angel to try to get her her help with uh, all of the business that they're dealing with. Michelangelo reaches out to who was that? What's his name again? Woody. Woody. Yeah, Woody. All. I, 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 I know I'm, you love the Mikey Woody relationship. I'm I'm gonna interject here and just take Go over. Go for it. Do um, it. Ever ever since we started reading about this and just you know just really enjoying all that take and then having that friendship just fall and seeing Michelangelo just absolutely crushed and I was like no I don't want to feel things I I I shed a tear I'm not gonna lie <laughs> it hurt it yeah. really really hurt and um. I didn't know if they were going to go back to it. And so like when I was, I was like, Oh my God, that's Woody. And I'm just sitting here. I was like, got this just huge smile on my face when they're just <laughs> talking everything out. I'm like, that made me so happy. I, yeah. Yeah. When I, when I got back to this, I was like, Oh yeah, they make up. Oh, Jeff's going to love that. Yeah. 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 And, and like, this is very much, uh, th- this whole section of this book is very much the turtles after having regrouped, reaching out to all of their allies, I guess would be the best way to put it, and trying to figure out what the next step is. And he got and, a free pie in the process. Yeah, like Mikey got a free pizza, and he got some actual usable intel Yeah. that they, they act on in this issue. Uh, D- Donnie... Sweet hat, too. I need one of those. That's a cool hat. Uh, Donnie and April, they visit uh, Harold Lizja... Lizja? 
I don't know. I can't remember his name. Let's just say Harold. Harold. The who scientist. You remember, who you might remember from the Donatello Micro. The wonderful Donatello Micro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harold is still a crazy scientist who, you know, Donatello has befriended. He and and they're basically reaching out to say, hey, we need your help. We need tech. We need some tech because we have a big battle in front of us. Uh, the the foot are actively attacking the the Savate ninjas and that that is everyone like Leo's there Karai's there Alapex is there even the Shredder is on the front lines taking down this group of ninjas that believes they don't need to report or believes that they're they're stronger than the foot mm-hmm. uh, Hob and <laughs> Hob slash and Splinter uh, are at Stockgen. Because before Hob will help Splinter with his his retrieval of, of Leonardo, he's like, you got to do something something for me first. And Splinter breaks in to Stockgen, steals a large canister of, of ooze, and gives it to Hob. Like that's that 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 was the favor he he had to do for Hob, yeah. which comes into play later in the story past city fall. So Mm -hmm. keep that, keep that in mind, put a pin in that one. Yeah. Uh, the, the foot battle goes exactly as you would expect. They beat the crap out of the Savate ninjas. They capture Victor, the leader of the Savate ninjas, and they cut his hand off as he tries to kill them. Very Luke Skywalker, very Luke Skywalker, except Uh, way more, well, no, maybe way more painful. Maybe I don't know. It's yeah, it's probably way more painful than a lightsaber. Um, maybe it, it, yeah, it, and and basically, you know, they were Leonardo had plans to kill him, but the Shredder's like, no, no, we need to use him. We can't kill him yet, so just hold on. Raphael visits uh, Casey in the hospital for the first time since his since him him being stabbed, and they they talk through a lot of of like personal stuff, you know, Raphael really blamed himself for what happened. And, and Casey just kind of lets him off the hook. He's like, look, I understand your, your actions. You know, you had no clue. It wasn't your fault. That kind of stuff. Uh, Splinter, old hob and slash leave stock gen old hob and slash blow it up. Like a lot of stuff happens in this, but it is a lot more straightforward than the previous issue. And that's pretty much all that that happens in that issue. Uh, the the last few panels are Shredder kind of re, you know reveling, reveling, yeah, reveling in their victory and continuing to claim New York City. What did you think of twenty six? Again, it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, this this um, this, this this issue very much is world building. It 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 just com- compacts the story on top of itself. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like that this this book is very much the beginning of the third act of a movie. Yeah. Where you have all of your characters go through their like emotional mid like second act changes, and Act Three is the be- the beginning of the end. Yeah. And this this is very much the beginning of the end. The turtles are getting where they need to be. Uh, Shredder and his plot is getting where it needs to be. Splinter is getting what he needs to get Leo. Like everything is coming together. Uh, and I like this issue, but I don't think anything too crazy important happens in it. 
It's yeah. just a series of events that have to happen to get where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with that said, I've I I'm excited to keep going. Me too. My favorite my favorite beats being Mikey and Woody uh, making up, and then Leo and the Shredder busting through the freaking window. Uh, oh, that was another fantastic. point. It's a fantastic panel, by the way. What's What's so amazing about this panel is that the broken glass actually spells out the sound effect. Yeah. And I was like, what? what? Yeah, dude. It yeah. just continues to prove my point that uh, I tip my hat. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I have no words. It's just that creative freedom to do and just play. It just, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have nothing bad to say. Uh, speaking of something that I have nothing bad to say about, let's talk about this Bebop and Rocksteady Micro. Let's do it. Because, dude, this is the first of many Bebop and Rocksteady stories that they do that are yeah. so off the rails crazy that they end up being a highlight of the entire run. Yeah. They actually made... They're still goofballs. But they made them way more interesting and in, and in, in exactly what they should have been. Yeah, yeah. Like they 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 start off the issue with basically as goons without a boss because they keep getting fired from the different gangs that they've joined. Yeah. And they get recruited by by Karai uh, because they hear that the foot is the, the the coolest and strongest and most powerful gang. So they got to be a part of it, right? Yeah. Uh, and they're just idiots and they're brutes and they, they, they're willing to join as long as people are willing to have them. Yeah. And it, it shows the, the process of them being, them being recruited shows the process of them being mutated uh, and them choosing what, <laughs> what uh animals they want to be and who was what was it rocksteady rocksteady was like rhinosaurus nice <laughs> because he wants to be a dinosaur who doesn't it's, yeah it's it's what? just complete ridiculous action and 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 once they're mutated that's where this this story really takes off yeah because Karai is 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 showing up and dealing with another uh, gang in the city. This one seems to be in Chinatown or something. I don't, I don't know where. But it's – what's the name of the, the gang? Ghost Boys. So she she's there to, to, to talk to the leader of the Ghost Boys to make sure they're on board with the whole – the foot take control of the city and you work for them plan. Uh, and she brings her two brand-new mutated, you know – uh, Bebop and Rocksteady mutants there. And during the negotiations, basically outside, Bebop and Rocksteady accidentally pick a fight with the entire gang and murder them all. <laughs> and it's it's like I can't do the story justice. I really can't by describing it. Yeah. Because it's all just top level buffoonery that seems legit. You know, there's there's a point where 
the the leader of the ghost boys is running away and instead of chasing her the way she ran they just literally run through walls <laughs> to, to 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 catch up with her and it really really helps that Ben Bates does the art oh yeah because his art is just chaotic enough to 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 properly capture the the aggression and the the comedy that these characters bring to the story. Mm-hmm. We learn in this this issue that Bebop and Rocksteady are basically bulletproof. They are blindly lo- loyal to the the foot. Yeah. In like just because they want to be cool. You know, they're worried about being in trouble because they accidentally destroyed an entire gang. Karai hates that they did that and orders them murdered. And even after they are ordered to be killed by the Foot Clan, they then kill a bunch of Foot members. And Karai's like, you still want to be part of the clan? And they're like, of course we do. (laughs) Like, if we aren't part of the clan, we're losers. Yeah. Don't kick us out. You know, they're 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 just so fiercely loyal that Karai's like, you're more useful than you even know. Like you're better than fodder. You know, we we like we can send you to your death, and you won't die. Is basically what she's thinking. Yeah. And that that's how they've kind of just cemented themselves as. Okay, looks like we're members of the Foot Clan now. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. We're idiots. Uh, everywhere we go is like a calamity will follow. But at least we're cool. At least we're part of the Foot Clan. Mm-hmm. And and that's what this entire issue was, was establishing that – I don't want to use the phrase trope because that makes it sound negative. But that's what they established here yeah. is that these guys are a wrecking ball that is so unpredictable it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And after reading this, I am very, very curious what your specifically your opinion is on this book. So I like I mean, they're still goofy and they're still stupid, but less so as they became in in the cartoon Um, in that pilot in the pilot uh, of the original 87 cartoon. They were you know, they were about half and half on that. So it feels like. It's a lot like that with this, um, you know, but more, you know, they're more brutes. But the comedy is not over the top. It services the story the way that it needs to be. Um, I I really enjoy this micro. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that swords and shurikens and all kinds of stuff sticking out of their bodies like they're like, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, it's like they don't they don't even feel it. It's like, you know, oh, a mosquito bit me. That's fine. Yeah. Mosquito is the size of a freaking katana. So, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I I, what what I like. Yes, they're still buffoons. They're still stupid and they still play that up really well. They their buffoonery is used to justify their over the top violence. Like yeah. they don't know they can't do something, so they try to do it. You know? They they, they are 
a brute, like a brute force wrecking ball because no one told them they can't be. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, hey, you think we could just run through this wall? Rather than thinking about it, they just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so dangerous is because any smart character would think about the consequences of their actions and they do not do that. Uh, you got anything else on the Bebop and Rocksteady micro? I I would put this as a, like a top three micro. Just most definitely. Um, yeah. I might have a nugget. It might be nothing. Okay. Um, but in the very first panel, um, the very bottom left, uh, as you see the the gang members kind of walking away mm-hmm. um, from Bebop and Rocksteady, the back of the guy's jacket uh the symbol there i know this is probably not but i can't help but think of the logo as being from biker mice from mars old 90s cartoon which tried to capitalize on you know the whole anthropomorphic craze of the 90s you you know it may not be that but i can completely see it yeah if it I mean, is it says, like it, like yeah yeah, it says something something men from mass. Yeah. And I'm like I'm about 50/50 on this. Yeah. That's a good catch. That's a really good catch. Thank you. So, I like that. I like that. Let's let's hit up issue 27, uh aka City Fall part 6. Man, we got some nuggets in this mother. All right, issue opens up with Mikey and uh why can't I ever remember that? Woody, Woody, Woody d- delivering pizzas places to try to re- try to figure out, you know, where Woody got his information about the Foot Clan. Uh, and they they do come across some success. Angel and Hun are also trying to lead the Purple Dragons. They finally do have their their big argument about what the direction the the the, the Purple Dragon should take, and. By the end of that confrontation, uh, Angel's like, that's it, I'm out. Like, I, I can't do this. Uh, and uh, the, the Hunt is in full control, and he receives a letter from the Foot Clan saying, congratulations, you work for us now. Hun celebrates. Yay, we're in a new club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Turtles ha- have all uh, met back at, I, I believe that's, yeah, that's under their... Uh, their home under the church. And this is after their three different excursions to, to figure out stuff. April and Donnie brought home some tech, some tech gear that, you know, that, that, that lifts stuff and turns things invisible. Mikey brings back information. Splinter comes back and basically says, you know, we have a deal with a, with Hob and we need to call him so we can get this done. Cut to Leonardo who's asleep and really heavily dreaming about, the shredder and tang shin and what is and isn't real like history he can't tell what is real and was it what isn't anymore he doesn't know if his brothers are dead and if they were actually killed and tang shin is 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 trying to to get him to realize where he belongs and and the phrase that she uses is this is no place for you yeah which ultimately turns into a pretty important phrase. He wakes up and uh, he is met by Karai. Uh, the turtles meet up with 
with Hob and Slash, and they begin their 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 prep for the assault on the Foot Clan. Alopex spends some time with Kitsune, who is you know the, the spirit of a fox, I guess, of a, of a three-tailed fox, and so that there's kind of a kindred spirit there. They talk really vaguely about fox stuff, but don't go into detail. Yeah. Um, Casey decides he's leaving. He's leaving the hospital. He is. He's not uh, healed yet. But if the turtles are going to go after the shredder and the foot, he's got to be part of it. Uh, Angels like, don't do this. It's a bad idea. Sit down. And he's having none of it. He ain't uh, got tur- time to bleed, Sergio. He doesn't have time to bleed. His friends need him. <laughs> the <laughs> the foot have gathered all of the the different gangs from town uh, in an old abandoned theater, and he's basically telling all of them, "You work for me now, or I'm going to kill you." And they're and they're making this very clear by bringing Victor on stage and ceremoniously decapitating him in front of the entire crowd, <laughs> which is a moment. That is quite a moment. He does it with Leonardo standing right next to him. Leonardo not being one for murder, this affects him very, very quickly, and he's starting to snap out of it. You can see it. Victor, he, his entire storyline was a tool to, to, to show the power of the Shredder. Is it and, safe to say that it was cut short? Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. No. Well, pretty much immediately after Victor is decapitated, the Turtles, Hob, and Slash start their assault on on the theater. All of the all of the cronies turn around and they're like, "Let's we let's go!" Blah 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 blah. And the Turtles bust through the door using the tech. They they, they feel like they have you know they not necessarily an upper hand but they they have the element of surprise so things are kind of going their way. Uh, Casey and uh, Angel they they approach uh, Hun and there's the natural Dad what are you doing scene. Uh, all the other turtles are fighting of course Alapex and Shredder and and a full on a full on battle breaks out. We have a we have a new dynamic here of, you know, there's always a classic the the classic uh, Leo Raph dynamic. There's always a fight between the two. Yeah. But this is the first time there's a kind of a fight between the two of them where there's no actual anger in between them. Yeah. Raphael is only fighting him to save him from himself. And this kind of triggers Leo even further, which is really cool. The issue ends with the huge reveal of Bebop and Rocksteady busting or coming through the busted wall with Karai, announcing themselves to all of the characters, basically saying, let's do this. We're in the mix now. Quite a way to tell everyone, hey, this last issue is going to be nuts. And that's exactly what's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you said there were a lot of nuggets. I'm going to point out one just because I know it and okay. I don't want you to do it. The rest of them you can have. Okay, we'll see. Walter White is in this issue. Yes. Uh, he, uh, in the scene with all the gangsters in the crowd, 
he, he, you can see him with his little hat and his little goatee. Uh, he's clearly drawn there. So that was cool. That was cool. Um, there's also, so in that first panel when they're in the theater, um, and, uh, you, you pan down to see Walter, there's at least two more Easter eggs. One looks um, like Storm. Yep. With the, with the Mohawk. And yeah. do you notice, do you notice the, the gentleman behind Storm? All in those red vests? Oh, is that, who is that? I guess I'm not getting that reference at all. The Warriors. Is that the Warriors? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's I cool. Can. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. What other nuggets like, you got? I was like, <laughs> what? Those are some good nuggets. That's and that was fun. That's that, that, that's fun. Uh, what about the issue as a whole? Issue as a whole is fantastic. And again, you know, folks, I I, I cannot emphasize enough we're not just saying this this is this has been this whole run has been a fantastic read um and just when i think oh this this can't get any better i'm proven wrong right this issue feels like the culmination of everything that has happened in city fall coming to a head yeah you know uh there have been a few bits and pieces of things here and there in city fall that aren't dealt with in these, these last two issues, you know, like, like, uh, stock gen being blown up and Hob getting all of the, the, the mutagen and there, there's certain little dangling plot threads, but anything that is actually crucial to city fall is coming to a head right now. We're on the edge of our seat at this point. Yeah. Un, uh, surprisingly, these books read really well as a trade. Oh yeah, uh, Are the black rose in place in the trades. No, I mean yeah. it's a little bit of a shame that they're not, because I I feel that reading them in this order does make it. I just I like it. I like being able to read this, and because it feels like everything is going in order, um, instead of like well, going back to this or going back to that, you know. Well then 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 let me re- rephrase that. The like the four issue trade paperbacks don't have the, the 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 micros in it however if you buy the hardback like the ultimate collection i don't know it's not called ultimate collection but it's the idw collection the micros are intertwined in chronological order ah so see they, they want you to buy the hardcover yeah yeah but i i, I see yeah so you can have it either way yeah uh, let's move to the last book of our run here today, number 28, or City Fall, Part 7. Yeah. Most of this issue is 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 a fight scene, which is perfectly fine. That's We deserve a really good fight scene after you know the events of City Fall. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go over every single beat, you know, <laughs> pun intended, uh-huh. of, of this fight scene. I'm going to hit, you know, the highlights like Casey versus Hun. That's a highlight. Uh, the Turtles first battle with Bebop and Rocksteady and them realizing how formidable of a foe they are. Like that is a highlight. Yeah. Uh, April showing up with the gauntlet and 
knocking a wall down and being invisible and just showing you know what Harold's technology can do that's highlight um Leonardo kind of snapping out of out of this and the shredder slapping the crap out of him you yeah. know that's a highlight a lot of the characters have a situation in the issue where oh they're they're screwed they're 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 inches away from dying right and then they're remarkably saved at the very last second by a character they don't even know or a character that they don't even realize is on their team mm-hmm. and that happens multiple times in this issue and while it makes for a fantastic action scene it's a very cheap way to earn like brownie points it's a very it's it's cheap. Eh. You know, I I don't see it that way, but that's just like me. Hun ha, Hun has his hand around Angel's neck and is about to stab her with a like a, a wooden stake. Very he, vam- like she's a freaking vampire. Like she's a vampire and Hob, a character who literally has n- no reason to help Casey and Angel, shoots Hun in the arm. Yeah, Slash shows up and punches Hun. What what does all Slash knows is he's on the other team. Like there's and they do it one too many times. Mm -hmm. You know, April shows up right at the very last second and knocks down a wall to incapacitate Bebop and Rocksteady just long enough to have a conversation. You know, Uh, let's see. There was one other. That was real. Oh, when when Splinter and Shredder are fighting, and it looks like Shredder's about to slash uh, Splinter's throat, and Shredder utters a phrase about family, and that triggers uh, Alopex to attack the Shredder. Ooh. Like that seems like a cool story thing, but it's really cheap. Yeah. You know why put? Sh- the only reason you're putting Splinter in this this peril is so uh, Alopex turns, and I just don't think they earned that. They tried to earn it with you know the conversation between Kitsune and Alopex last issue. I just don't think they earn it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the build up could have been a little better, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There there there, there could have been more groundwork leading up to that. You know, she Alopex is basically what the n- number three assassin in the Foot Clan, and we've been given no more than three panels to indicate that she's going to turn. Yeah. And now she just does it at the drop of a hat. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can give you that. I can give you yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the like the fighting is great. The the escape that they that they make is great. Um. The outcome is great, you know. Uh, the, the 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 shredder is is shown taking, you know, being being given basically tribute from the other gangs. He is he is one. He has gotten exactly what he wanted in this city fall. Um, he and his his he and his his goons or his goons his his army are looking over the city as we own this now. You know, the, 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 the world is our, you know, it's the, the world is our oyster, basically. Mm. The the turtles and their allies escape out of the city 
in the 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 the, the VW microbus, and we're you know it it closes with the very last panel saying next Northampton. Yeah. And we know what that is. Mm-hmm. And you know we're not talking about Northampton specifically in this book, but yeah. what we what I do want to talk about is the implication. So previously, when we when we sent the turtles to Northampton, it was a re, it was a rehab trip. Mm-hmm. You know, in the movie, it was because uh, Raphael was you know close to death. In the comics, it was because Leo was close to death. Uh, in in the in 2K3, it was because Leo was close to death. Like they don't visit Northampton for a summer vacation. They're visiting Northampton because they have to. They're they have been defeated, and this is very much in that same vein. Is However, their go-to, it's their go-to spot to recuperate and just kind of collect re- themselves. Yes, yes. Cityfall is over. The Shredder has won. Uh, battle lines have been drawn. F- new factions have emerged. What are your thoughts, Jeff? Um, I don't think I have enjoyed reading a collection of comics more in the last decade. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that there's not good stuff from you know DC, Marvel, and whatnot. But with the IDW run, it feels... Like it's still independent and personal. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes everything that came before and just kind of puts it in this beautiful, delicious melting pot um, that is going to give you, you know, just all these tastes and flavors and just, you know, excite you. And I thought City at War like couldn't <laughs> be topped. Yeah. And and they did it. Uh, well, well st- I would stop short of that. City Fall is great. It, it absolutely is, but it is it is not better than City at War. I didn't say that. I was well. I would it's say not I, better than City at War. Let's say this, and uh, on equal footing, it is. Again, you're you're <laughs> you're insulting City at War by saying like I'm not. I'm you, not. You insulting. are. You are. I'm not. I'm really not. Like. City Fall deserves respect and it deserves to be read. But 20 years from now, the seminal piece of Turtles like literature will be City at War. City Wall C- City Fall will be a footnote. Okay, how about a sequel to City at War cuz that's basically what it is. Eh, essentially it's inspired by. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, okay. We'll 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 do that instead. Yeah. But, no but I, I see intended. what you mean. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, no insult intended, of course. But yeah, I, I I feel like City Fall is the is is the creator's first attempt at an event. Yeah. You know, c- c- comics are always trying to. Oh, this is. Oh, we have this this Superman event coming up in the fall. It's like shut up. What? This is the Turtles' first major event, and I feel like it was extremely successful. It was, it felt like the Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, you know, uh, it. What there was not a happy ending. There is still a lot more story to tell, a lot of character development from issue one to issue seven. Like 
city fall stuff happens and there are consequences. Yeah. Uh, so, so as I said, you kind of have to, as a turtles reader, I understand having some complaints here and there, but -hmm. you have to respect the audacity, the, 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 the scope and the, the delivery and the artistic mastery of this creation. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 and anyone who claims to love the Ninja Turtles, they need to be reading this. Just the IDW run. Like, if you're not reading this, you are a liar. You are not a Turtles person. And you're kidding yourself. You heard it here first, folks. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and agree with you 100%. Because you can tell that people that work on this this run love the turtles, and it's 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 better than it's it's been in you know, a really long time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see. We have one more micro to go after this mm-hmm. uh, that we'll cover next time. Uh, it's the Shredder micro, which is crazy. The Shredder gets to go last. Yeah. Um. But I really enjoyed the micros being woven into the the past two chunks that we've read. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said before, it does provide a much much needed backstory to a lot of these characters. Uh, it it also just kind of it, it it gives you optional reading that is good. You know, you, typically when you have a side story or optional stuff, it's so what's the word I'm looking for? So benign, bland, bland, benign, unnecessary that you're probably better off not reading it. Mm -hmm. All of these created enough, uh, sympathy for the characters that were spotlighting that each one of them is better for it. Yeah. So that, that, I think that's what I have to say. I, I I love city fall. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite run in the IDW like story, but that's just because all oh, there's so many really good runs. You know, that's yeah. that's not even an indictment of the the, the run. It's just not my favorite. <laughs> right. Well, for me, since I'm coming into this very, very fresh and definitely regretting not collecting everything up until this point. Um I you know, it for me it's just the culmination of like, you know, just this this great build up. Um, and it, it's definitely one of my favorites so far, mm. uh, but overall, uh, one thing, uh, one giant nugget through all of these is the way that they introduce the numbering. So it's like on, in this issue, uh, the issue, uh, 28 city fall is written on Bebop's chainsaw. And under that part seven is on Rocksteady's sledgehammer. Oh yes, yes. They they found really dynamic ways to 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 put the 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 titles into the backgrounds or into the foregrounds. Yeah, and that, it wasn't that, ju- it wasn't just text on a page. Right, and that's that's the most blatantly obvious. I'm not going to give away anything else. So you guys need to go and find them for yourselves. <laughs> but overall, uh, this was just an incredible read. Um, artwork, story. It just everything. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Do you know what we're talking about next time? 
Uh, I'm assuming more Ninja Turtles. You know, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned Biker Mice from Mars earlier. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Are yes, we? Are we? Oh no. my God, we're gonna no. become the Biker Mice from Mars cast? Great. No, we're not. No, we're not. Great. Tune in next time for some awesome motorcycle action. No. Next, we're talking about four kids, uh, or two K three, I guess would be the the what we're calling it. Two K three season two part two. Ah. So we're finally going to dive back into 2K3. We've, we've put it off long enough. Um, and we're going to close out Season 2, which is kind of the that it's that series at the height of its powers. Oh, yeah. Because that run is uh, quite, quite amazing. So tune in next time for that. Uh, Jeff, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade. Uh, Brennan, Mississippi's premier arcade. Um, we do birthday parties, tournaments. Um, we're big retro fans, um, especially of uh, Neo Geo and the SNK era. Uh, so we have uh, great uh, game series from uh, that era, the Fatal Fury series, Metal Slug, uh, King of Fighters, which is one of our most popular Um Windjammers, which is probably one of the greatest sports games ever. Um, and, a, and a ton of other just odds and ends uh, for you to enjoy on our original vintage Neo Geo MVS arcade cabinet. And 500 plus games on PlayStation, uh, Switch, all kinds of stuff. And um, we go for the interesting and unique. So when, you know, COVID's kind of watered down a little bit. And we're safe to open. Um, please come visit us. You can also check us out on Facebook. Um, and we post some fun stuff from, you know, here and there for people to be entertained. So um, please give us a like and a follow. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And where can uh, we find you, Sergio? Uh, realitybreach.com. That's that's where that's where all of my stuff lives. Um Let's see. What was, what was the most recent episode of Reality Breached? What did, what did we talk about? I completely forgot. Oh, PlayStation. PlayStation. That's right. Fun. We 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 did an episode called The Future Part C, uh, and it's basically a next generation buyer's guide for anyone looking to pick up uh, something either the, the the PlayStation Five or the, the Xbox Series X. Uh, we we talk about the the pros and cons of each. Uh, why both companies are are making a quite a compelling reason for you to purchase their hardware uh and it's let me just put it this way i don't know if i've had more fun talking on reality breached than i had talking on that episode in a long time wow but but yeah i that episode is a classic i i know it's brand new but it is one of the funniest episodes i think we've ever recorded so check it out not for the kids. Oh, no. No, 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 no. This is very much a parental advisory uh, warning, unlike your your friendly neighborhood shellheads. Okay. Well, that does it for episode 46 of Shellheads. I'm uh, Sergio. We're not there yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was heading you off at the pass. <laughs> I was just, just going to say thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Oh, you're just, it's, uh, and you're Jeff. You no, you do it. <laughs> I'm Sergio, and I'm Jeff. And we're still Thank you. <laughs> Bye.
Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.